This is P.S. You're Wrong, the podcast where we talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love. And we're your hosts, Shelby and Matt. And we are here to discuss the fact that Taylor Swift is not broken up. This is a ruse. It's actually that (laughs) she's pregnant for the fourth time. I've heard these rumors on TikTok. Matt loves a good conspiracy theory. Um, Yeah, no, frankly, I'm surprised She's the Octomom (laughs) 2.0, and you guys didn't realize that. No, I think it's that her and Carly are finally coming out. (sighs) Carly's dumping her husband. She's neglecting her toddler child and choosing to live her truth with Taylor finally. As proven in Taylor Swift's song choice on night two in Arlington and verified by night three in Vegas. (laughs) Okay, perfect. Great. Yep. Mm -hmm. That also that's it. And and (laughs) I heard that if you... Okay. So if you take the letters that are on her shirt when she's performing 22... There's not a lot of boyfriends happening now. (laughs) And you... Well, no. And you sort of un... And you take them and then you translate them to Hebrew... Which famously she Morris code blinked Hebrew in an interview last week, yes, and then yeah. you translate that back to us. It's a, it means lesbian. Yeah, you color match her nail polish based on Pantone's uh, color code. Add those numbers <laughs> up, you get thirteen. Thirteen days ago, she was dumped. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we weren't gonna have an episode this week because Shelby is living her best Disney adult life. Yeah, I'm and. So- <laughs> You know, in the glow from meeting Goofy, so. But then this weekend, the news broke that supposedly Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn, after six years, have broken up, and... It was shocking. Yes, this was big news. You know, Taylor Swift's on the in the middle of her tour, and... Yeah. Um. Yeah, people were clamoring to know what Shelby thought about this. People meaning Matthew Huff. <laughs> meaning just me. Nobody else cared. And yeah, we have to sort of get to the bottom of the what is the, like, what do we know? Yeah. What don't we know? Because yeah. I feel like I obviously saw the headlines, mm-hmm. which were, and I read a couple of the articles, which sort of had no information other than like a source close to them had said yeah. this. Um, that they had broken up amicably a couple of weeks ago. Um, But yeah, as a Swifty who's much more in touch with the fandom and the theories and, you know, what's been going on, has, were there rumors of this beforehand? Like what, I guess, I guess, what do we know now? And then did we suspect anything? (laughs) Okay. Yeah, no, it's been a hot weekend. I, I honestly forgot I didn't. I couldn't process that this only happened yesterday. Like it's been 24 hours with this news. It already feels like a lifetime. Um, I remember exactly where I was when news broke. Uh, <laughs> I was like, "It's honestly, was it expected? No. Do people think now there are clues that they can look back on? Yes. But basically, the story is that they broke up. That you know, he hasn't been seen at any of the tours. He wasn't at opening night. Wasn't at any of the shows since." Um, they're famously, famously, famously private, uh, leading many to consider Joe her most boring boyfriend. Um, but he has been around for 
like five albums now, I think is the math on that. So a large portion of her discography is dedicated to him. Surface level, at least. I mean, we don't have to get into the Gaylor and Kaler and, uh, you know, fan theories of it all. But he's been around since 2016. Um, so you got Reputation, you got Lover, you got Folklore, Evermore, and now Midnight's with songs not only dedicated to him, but some written by him. So oh, yeah, they were kind of the... <laughs> Well, William What's Bowery. his pen name? <laughs> William Bowery. I was like, uh, I knew it was yes. something stupid. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's not like there was weird blood in the water. It wasn't like he got on stage and was like, ah, oh, being in a committed relationship to this woman is hard work. You know, it wasn't like there were signs on the wall. Um, so it was very shocking especially because this is a relationship that, according to her music, Taylor has seen as sort of the end-all, be-all, the, you know, um, her everything, so to speak. So the fandom imploded um, pretty quickly. Well, so, But nothing else has been confirmed yet, right? Well, so basically E.T. E breaks the news. And they they don't say like, it seems like an official headline, right? It's not like, oh, I wonder if, or what if Taylor, right. you know, like, oh, sources think, blah, blah, blah. It's basically ET exclusive, Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn break up. And then they only cite a source and they say they've reached out to her party for comment. And then almost immediately after people reshares this story and says that this has been verified. How, why, what, we don't know. So immediately there's a shift. There's a there's a divide in the fandom. Some of those who take this as Bible truth, one, because while yes, some of these had some of these sources have, you know, been the ones who are like, Taylor's engaged, Taylor's married, Taylor has a baby. Having two of them like sort of confirm the same story at once does feel more like your usual PR, quiet press release style breakup. And it does seem kind of hard to refute that. The other people are like in denial. They're like, no, 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 no. I won't believe a single thing until it's out of Taylor Swift's mouth herself. And it's like, well, she's not really, she's private now. Like she doesn't come out and say like, oh, this guy dumped me. Here's a hate track about him yet. It's the Roman versus Kendall problem <laughs> as we learned last night. As we learned last night, yeah. Um, I had bigger things on my mind. Uh, Love is Blind catch up to be honest oh but my gosh no this episode of succession was everything <laughs> <sighs> you told me we were only going to be talking about Taylor yes, Swift I know, so. I know 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 <laughs> so basically for the last 24 hours it's been kind of this like wild um parade of ideas theories um mourning a lot of parasocial sort of heartbreak um you have the Gaylers who are like basically you know, foaming at the mouth, being like, she's coming out. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm I'm ready for it. Matt is the leader of that pack. Um, I've also seen people say, oh, we should have known the instant she traded out Invisible String um, midway through her last few tours to The One. Invisible String is a song about Joe Alwyn and how they met and how she's like, oh, fate brought us here. Time, mystical time. Like, I can't believe it. it like, all these pieces lined up so we're together. The One is about, you know, the one that got away. It's more fictionalized, less like um, diaristic. And so people are like, oh, she switched that as like coded word. Now, the source said that they've been broken up a while, and that's why he hasn't been seen at any tour dates. Um, 
And so the timing of this does seem to reek of PR again, where Taylor had a very successful tour opening. She didn't have any of this drama around like, oh, poor Taylor, heartbroken. Oh, what song choice does this mean? Blah, blah, blah. She got to have a huge opening, lots of good press around it. And now she's in between weekends. So she has this sort of quiet period, which is kind of the perfect time to drop news like this because she doesn't have to go on tour two hours. She doesn't have to go on stage two hours after it broke and be like, well, guys, here are the 17 love songs that happen to be about this guy I no longer date. So it does feel real to me. It does feel legit. And people also just came out with another story that was like why they broke up, according to sources. And that's a whole other, East, you know, rich field of discourse. <laughs> so, but there are some people who are still holding out on this idea that, no, this is all a game from mastermind Taylor Swift, and she's going to come out and release Reputation Taylor's version. And this is just mirroring the sort of discourse that happened around 2016 and like, Everyone's talking about her relationship, even though they don't know anything about her relationship. And it's all these wild rumors and like, blah, 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 blah. And it's just going to come out that she's like, see, psych, you guys always fall for it. Never trust anyone. I only tell you what you need to know. Yeah, I find that hard to believe. <laughs> yes. and, and it is like a classic PR move of like the sources say. And I think yes. that when people read magazines and news articles and stuff a lot of times they think those sources are people who aren't supposed to be talking but right. are sort of like slipping notes under the door for a thousand dollars or whatever but actually a lot of times those sources are people close to the um to the celebrity and the celebrity wants that news out there but just sort of like yeah. doesn't feel like they should announce it themselves you know exactly um, or they That's don't the want to I'm getting. And so, yeah, so so it seems like, especially since it's E! News and People, which are both, like, pretty reliable sources to run things, like, I don't think they're going to be running stuff that's that they can't necessarily verify. It's not, like, a TMZ or an Us yeah. or something that's sort of, like... This isn't Dumois, you know? Yeah, traffics and, like, random things. Although it is sort of interesting that if they had broke been broken up for a long time now that nobody had sort of... um. I don't know, sniffed this out. I guess that they're used to being separate because like maybe he's shooting a movie or something. And so yeah. that's why they had re reasons to, to you know, think that they were um, not in the same place. So a couple of questions. So was Taylor Swift on tour this past weekend? No. No. So she's had sort of a two week break. So then will she well, be yeah. on like this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I guess it's one weekend she missed. So she last did... She lasted Arlington, and then this story broke her weekend off, and now she's going to be doing Tampa starting Thursday or Friday this week. Do you think that she is going to reference this at all before the show or during no. the show? No. And I think that's part of why this strategy is working. I mean, Taylor Swift has never had like a – like she's had big profile breakups, but not of this length and time, right? Like her longest mm -hmm. relationship before this was Calvin Harris – and that ended and they did this, this, a very similar, like, oh, we're broken up statement. And it was like, nothing but, no, this is very amicable. We just grew apart. We wish nothing but the best. LOL. And then the whole, like, shit show happened. Blah, 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 blah. Um, so I feel like this story breaking as it is, is exactly how Taylor wants to move things forward in her personal life, which is keeping it as private as possible. And so, yeah, it seems like 
this just screams like tree pain, her publicist going out and being like, okay, you can tell the story now, get it out there. Because you also have like random things happening at the same time. So not only is this like the big headlining news, but suddenly there's like set leaks of her filming a music video in London. There's also a throwback from the I Bet You Think About Me music video with um, Miles Teller's wife posting a random picture of her with like a little heart emoji. And so there's like little things like that. And like also I think a Speak Now, Taylor's version, the Enchanted Taylor's version leaked. And so people are like, it seems like there's there's so many things happening at once that are trying to distract from the story without refuting the story that it just feels like this is how Taylor wants it to come out. And also since it was such a long relationship, it might not be like a dramatic breakup. And so she might not be like, it might not be like Katy Perry finding out Russell Brand wants a divorce like, you know, an hour before going on stage and having to bring pull it together. Like it might just be that this seemed like the cleanest way to shake it out and then go back on tour and hopefully bury it by the end of the, you know, the next week or so. I I do not see her referencing it at all unless it's like a very, very indirect sort of tongue in cheek like well, I'm sure you guys have seen uh, people have a lot to say about me this week or whatever, but I don't think she'll be like, guys, it's time to tell you the truth. Like Joe and I broke up and it's so hard, but these love songs still mean something to me. So like, let's all just enjoy them. And here's the chorus to lover. You know what I mean? But like theoretically, the fans are going to be doing all kinds of weird yes. things at this concert. Yes. <laughs> So that's a, yeah, that's the problem with like honestly, like like nobody is going to this concert and being like, okay, we'll just enjoy the music. Like they're definitely like going to be like making her soup and throwing it on the stage yeah. and you know like doing weird stuff. I mean, they already are. Like frankly, frankly, I saw a tweet that was like, Swifties make like flat earthers seem reasonable. Yeah, <laughs> because there is like this sort of like I said. The, I think generally there's this weird parasocial trend among people feeling ultra connected to these celebrities that do not know they exist yes. and that function at a totally different like plane than they than they're operating on. And so I've seen so many videos, tweets, whatever that are like, oh, my gosh, this is why she's going to change this. She's going to trade out half of these set list songs to put in songs that aren't about her lover. Like, but it's like I don't. I don't think so. I think Taylor has enough of a career now where she has written so many, you know, personal songs that she just has to accept that they won't always ring true to her, but they've made her so much money and like been so much a part of her life and journey and joy that it's like she's not going to suddenly stop playing Cruel Summer because the guy dumped her or whatever. Well, and also I feel like Yes, when you're, like, writing Cruel Summer, it means something to you. Maybe, like, the first couple times you perform it. But at this point, you know, some of these songs she's performed, like, hundreds of times. Yeah. I think they've sort of lost some of that emotion. And sure, like, yeah. maybe a specific one might hit her at a certain time. And she might, like, when she's picking up the secret songs or whatever, like, steer clear yeah. of certain ones for the next couple of months. But, yeah, it's like she has so many songs about so many different people at this point that... It is wild. Yeah. Um, so then what was, what's like the reasoning for the breakup that people said or what are, what do people think is happening? Well, and so. Was it actually mutual or not? <laughs> that's what's interesting is 
I was like kind of on the bridge of, you know what, six years is a long time, especially for celebrities. Maybe they just kind of fizzled and burned, you know, like burned out a little bit. Mm -hmm. And she seems happy and thriving, so who cares? But the People article, which is also the source that made Calvin Harris look bad in their breakup after their amicable like post, was like, actually, (laughs) they said they fell in love in a safe bubble, you know, because she was completely private during reputation and then the pandemic hit and they were locked down together and then they said but he didn't really quote unquote know her yet outside of that bubble and joe has struggled with taylor's level of fame and the attention from the public and their differences in their personality have just become harder to ignore after years together so i mean in some ways it's pretty bland breakup but in other ways it's like men you know like it's like if you look at her discography and the songs about him where it's like she's like i know i'm too much for you i know this fame will never last like dancing with her hands tied this will never ever work no one ever wants to stick around through this fame bubble and he's always been the one to reassure her and be like no 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 like yes i'm here i'm here i love you it's i just want sweet nothings blah 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 blah. i i can't you can't give me peace but i don't need peace i just need you and so if it's true that he's sending you like ugh. then it's not a good look okay and also this like idea that he's like oh she's too famous it's like well sir you have benefited from that okay like let's be honest like even taylor swift didn't know your name before she met you and i'm not saying you know she pulled every string to get him in every movie or whatever but there is a notoriety that came with dating taylor allison swift that it seems sort of like ick to suddenly be turned off by that attention. I mean, he's I mean, an actor, you know? You know I what feel I mean? Like, I mean, yeah, like I can see this both ways because I mean, I've talked multiple times on this podcast about how Taylor Swift does not necessarily seem like an easy person to be around, <laughs> an easy person to be friends with. She seems like a acquired taste, I feel like <laughs> maybe is a good way, a, a nice way of putting it. Like, I think that she is not necessarily somebody who is like, like, I mean, she's been through lots of relationships and lots of people have been through lots of relationships, but I think like, you know, there's certain, there's certain types of people who you feel like, okay, they're pretty like low key down to earth could like sort of be okay in lots of different uh, scenarios. And then there's other people who are a lot more high maintenance. And I feel like she's in that camp. So I can see how like personality differences. I mean, but why? In what sense is she high maintenance? Because I mean, wouldn't that be more true in a totally private bubble setting? You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't that come out more so in a pandemic bubble than now? So yes, and so that's I think like one piece of it. But right. then I I do think that like when like she seems like somebody who maybe needs like a lot of like sort of emotional reassurance and and mm. things. Um, mm-hmm. and I think when you are just like two people and you're two people sort of like together off in the woods, you mm. there's not as many variables. There's not as much like competition for time or energy. You know, like you're neither of you are traveling neither of you are on gigs like neither of you are necessarily making super difficult like decisions and so it's easy to kind of you know push forward in that and then once you get out into a 
a, a situation where it's like he's on movie sets and she's touring and they're not always necessarily together and they're having to sort of like, you know, sacrifice time and and things and maybe like she needs certain stuff and then he also needs other things and it's hard necessarily to get them. Um, I could see a situation in which like, you know, maybe she wants more and he like doesn't necessarily feel like he can give it or he's not available to. Um, I don't See, know. I would read it as the exact opposite where I can picture him suddenly, you know, wrestling with not being the center of attention. Like, well, yeah, ew, I could see to that, too. Her. I feel like either way. But I but I don't necessarily like she doesn't. Like I don't, we we don't really know anything about her yeah. his personality, so it's hard to like gauge, <laughs> like yeah, like is he nice? Is he mean? Like the, is he funny? Like we have no idea. Um, yeah. but with her, I just she doesn't seem necessarily like somebody who is um, I don't know, like like super like go with the flow kind of vibe, and so I can see how like things might get a little tousled in there. Um, with the two of them and then you're adding all of this extra stuff in where when you're by yourself, like those aren't necessarily concerns. Um, yeah. And you're having to like make decisions that are harder. You know, it's sort of like when you're dating somebody and you're, you know, just like going over to their house and watching Netflix or whatever, like that's pretty chill. You're not really having to like confront a lot of different sides of the person but then like if you go on a vacation with somebody or even this works with friends too then it's like oh this person like really wants to do a (laughs) bunch of stuff and wants to get up early and has opinions and doesn't want to eat this and you're like wait a second like I'm good friends with this person when it's like okay we're gonna get drinks once a month it's different (laughs) when you're all of a sudden having what you're saying is it's like love is blind happy go lucky in the pods and then real life happens and you realize oh actually i hate i think that's probably an actual very good um (laughs) metaphor for this situation yeah i mean it is weird because it wasn't like they started dating in 2020 they aren't like a pod couple because they did have her whole like lover you know her lover album release, her lover prep, even the lover tour, like, you know, hintings going, starting. So it is weird. Like, why now? Like, that's why I think it might be a pretty low drama breakup. Like, I don't necessarily feel like it's he cheated, she cheated, there was bad blood, blah, blah, blah. It might just be, yeah, for whatever reason, they just realize like, ah, oh, it's not really worth it. And if that's the case, like, I do feel like Taylor is at a place where she's pretty comfortable, pretty confident. She's been feeling pretty relaxed at these shows. And I think she knows she's in a really good place. What's funny to me is watching the fandom sort of retcon these moments where it's like, oh, my gosh, Midnight Rain is about her dumping Joe, which is that track off of Midnight's where she's like, he wanted it comfortable. I wanted that pain. I was searching, making my own name, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I don't think one that or there's like a scene in the tour where she burns down the like quote unquote lover house which is the visual from lover the album slash the track music video and um and people were like have been like what does that mean and to me it's just like guys shut up about this lover house (laughs) but now people are like oh she was trying to tell us she was trying to tell us that they were broken up and i i really don't think it happened that far in the past, you know, like to the point where she planned a tour around this with little Easter eggs about their dumping. It seems more like, it seems more like, you know, he had like liked a few things before tour started and like posted a video of her cat. So it was clear that they were still like 
hanging out, if not, you know, living blissfully in their love bubble. But it just seems like maybe, yeah, they just decided, nah, not worth it. I think people also mentioned they thought friends had thought that they would spend some time apart and then come back together. But it just seems like they just decided to cut cut their losses. Well, yeah, you can see too, like, I mean, one, just anybody who knows anything about tours, about production schedules yeah. and cycles, like, those things have to be figured out so far in advance. Like, if she is going to have a house on stage and then, like, you know, have yeah. lighting and stuff that makes it look like the house is burnt, like, you have to come up with that idea. Mm -hmm. You have to figure out how you're going to execute it. You have to hire all these people to build prototypes and figure out lighting. You have to then figure out how you're going to like build that and disassemble it and drive it around the country. You are going to have to put it up and take it down at all of these different venues. Like that's not something that you can just sort of like do on the fly. Like there's yeah. certain things that you can change out, but like that kind of thing, unless they were broken up, like, I don't know, in the like early fall, late summer, yeah. like she's probably not doing that. And, yeah. and similarly with like songwriting, there's, <coughs> Like even if you even if it's the last song that you write and record for an album, like there's still yeah. a certain time delay there. And Midnight's came out a, a while ago now at this point. Yeah, it was like um, November, and she wrote a song with Joe on it. So it seems more likely than shoving in a breakup track, she would have just cut the the co-write with her ex boyfriend. Right. Yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, it just seems like I don't I don't know. Like there's a part of my like you know, conspiracy brain that gets tickled when people are like, well, actually, um, you know, people said they verified this and then removed that line with an update. And so their only source is E.T. and E.T. used to break stories about Taylor. Like, it's like I can see a universe where you're clinging to this belief that it's not true until Taylor posts a breakup announcement. But it just seems like, you know, the most obvious answer is the, the most plausible answer is the answer. And that just seems like Taylor going through all this to manipulate some sort of public reaction just to drop reputation. Taylor's version seems like a lot of work yeah. and I'd admire her for it, but I don't think but that's the level of mastermind she's and operating. Again, I don't think we've ever seen something like that. Like, yeah, there's exactly. Al there's always these rumors always all the time about celebrities like coming up with ways to sort of like game the system to yeah. pull one over on somebody. And I'm like, we have never really seen that. Like, yes, Taylor Swift has had Easter eggs and things before but it's like the word lover written on a wall of a music <laughs> yeah. video or whatever you know it's not like yeah. she's not playing like six degree chess here it's pretty yeah. straightforward and I feel like what's the like I think that if she was going to do this for repute like if she was going to announce reputation and wanted there to be like these like fake internet stories or whatever, I think that she could come up with more interesting and juicy versions yeah. that <laughs> would be more, you know, like she could wear like a baby bump out someplace or like something <laughs> that's like a little bit more fun and tongue in cheek than like, oh, I've been through a devastating breakup. Yeah, like surprise, exactly. I haven't. You yeah. know, that would be like saying like, oh, we're going to release a press statement saying that my mom died. And then like, surprise, <laughs> she's at the next tour. You know, it's like, uh, that's a little bleak. <laughs> it doesn't really land well. Yeah, exactly. It, Yeah, that's how I feel. And so I'm kind of like, 
I'm surprised by how much this has impacted some Swifties who are like literally like, oh my gosh, I had to take the day off of work because I was so emotional. Well, yeah, they're just... And I'm just like, I don't think it's that deep. Like people, you know, like I mean, yes, yeah. Taylor sings about how this is her everything, but she was writing those songs about, you know, Enchanted is about her thinking she was going to be forever with this guy she saw across the room once. Or mine is like her making up an entire story about like, oh my gosh, this is, you know, like she has... She's just a writer. She's a creative. And I don't think this means that. Like I saw a tweet that was like, her first five albums were stolen from her. And now her last five albums are from a life that she no longer has. And it's like, well, all of those songs are still bops. Like all of those songs are still going to sell out her stadium. She doesn't need to be in this partnership to have like this billion dollar grossing tour you know also that's every musician because honestly (laughs) like very few people like find like meet somebody fall in love and are as in love with them for the entire run of their relationship you know like even people who stay together a long time have like ups and downs and you know don't like the person and then sort of like them again and go through different emotions um so yeah i feel like this is standard for musicians like anybody who is going on tour you know it's like beyonce is still performing songs from lemonade that are about uh you (laughs) know jay-z cheating on her and it's kind of like i think she's moved on from that um yeah yeah i mean mean, people who are married are still singing songs about being a hoe but it's not like they're like well i'm married now so i can't sing that one yeah i mean she has historically like played with lyrics or kind of done sort of tongue-in-cheek like winks but I wonder how she'll move forward with this because she's kind of moved past that like salty like here's the Joe Jonas doll doll that comes with a phone so he can dump his girlfriend in 15 seconds like you know I don't think we'll get the same sort of salty breakup Taylor unless it comes out in like songs later down the pipeline but I will be curious to see what she does this tour start like it seems like everything will be read into. So the best way to not to not bring more news to it is to not acknowledge it. Well, but I think, I think this will be an actually really interesting um, sort of experiment to see like how much Taylor has grown exactly. as a person. Because I think Taylor and her previous breakups, like knowing that she has this much attention, would have sort of gladly like thrown a little shade here yes. and there to get more views, to get more people watching her, to get more notoriety. Yeah. And I think if she just sort of like head down, head down, like charges through this and doesn't really like give anybody what they want, that will say a lot about like who she has grown <laughs> into be as a person. Yeah. I think if she starts falling back on the same like playbook that she's used before, that'll also be interesting because it's sort of like, huh, okay, maybe that sort of does speak to why this didn't work out. I mean, I love a salty wink. Like, I think Kelly Clarkson just did a cover of a song where she changed the lyrics to highlight her douchebag of an ex. And I love that sort of stuff. I don't think it automatically means you're immature or like taking the low road. But yeah, it will be interesting to see how hard she leans into this evolved. um, The other question that I have is, you know, she is a serial dater. She's basically been in relationships, you know, like one after another for decades now. Like, Hmm. do we think that, like, how long do we think before she has another relationship? I think E.T. or someone or Dumois or someone like someone less legit said, oh, she's already talking to an older gentleman, 
Which is like, okay. <laughs> well, the real question is when is she going to date Pete Davidson? Yeah. <laughs> because that feels inevitable at some point. Well, especially because Pete just came out and was like, it's really hurtful that I was just like dating a normal amount in my 20s and like no one will let me like relax into it. So I think that would be poetic, you know, justice to have these two people who were vilified for their romantic <laughs> lives come together. But that would be shocking to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, the thing with both of them is it's not like that they dated necessarily a lot because you know a lot of people who have dated who have had that many sort of like semi-serious boyfriends. It's just wild that both of them basically have only dated people who were like mega famous. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's not like half of Taylor Swift boyfriends were like, oh, like an an agent and a barista and a somebody. <laughs> it's like, no. Like her 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 most uh like low-key boyfriend was a Kennedy. Um <laughs> which is saying something. Um, you know, and I feel like Pete Davidson is similar where it's like, okay, who is he dated? Like, you know, like Ariana Grande, Kate Beckinsale, Kim Kardashian. It's like, yeah, he's not picking people who are (laughs) chill. I guess his first girlfriend who he was with for a while before sort of, um, uh, SNL was a normal person, but yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think frankly, Everyone needs to take a chill pill because even when I, a certified Swifty, heard this news, I was just like, oh, wow. And then I moved on. (laughs) I mean, you sort of feel like you can see how people like kind of feel bad for her because, you know, she thought this at one point thought this was going to be a forever relationship. And whether it was her decision or his decision or his mutual or whatever, like it is sort of sad that they, you know, that that didn't have that fairy tale ending which you know that she wants so badly yeah but at the same time it's like they didn't have kids they were never married you know like yeah. there's like she she's still very young like she can move on from this and you know date somebody else find other people you know whatever yeah. um finally come out as lesbian you know whatever <laughs> exactly. works for her <laughs> whatever works um yeah so but... i think it's just um and and honestly like from a business standpoint <laughs> there is no better there's no there's nothing that could have happened to Taylor Swift on this tour that is going to help her more than this <laughs> because you know that everybody is going to be watching every single move that she makes yeah. like like if people weren't buying those tickets before they're definitely buying them now <laughs> because you don't know what's going to happen on these tour dates like i can see Swifties like buying extra tickets they're buying merch because they feel bad for her you know like yeah whatever her next album is people are going to be very obsessed with because they're going to want you know sort of like the breakup album or they want to yeah. know who she's dating you know like she she's good this is not like a bad thing for her like it might be she might be going through some stuff like emotionally but from a business standpoint like she's never been better yeah well, and I think just you have to have some perspective and look back at her first seven shows or whatever. And she's having a good time. Like, yes, it's, you know, her job and she's putting on a show. Well, I saw her she- on TikTok, like almost weeping during some song or another. <laughs> I've seen that video and I'm like, she does not look more emotional than someone with bright lights in her face. I don't know. But yeah, it just seems like it seems like it'd be harder to get through a song like Lover than a fictional song like Champagne Problems. but. It seems like she's in a happy place for for whatever 
whatever that means. Like even if she is sad personally, she's still having a good time professionally. And so I think you can take solace with that. Also, you know, like I, it's like, like <laughs> it'll be I was okay. not surprised at all by this. Like I feel like <laughs> I knew, like I wasn't, I, I was surprised when I saw that it had happened, but like I felt like I knew that they were going to break up at some point. I mean, one, just because most celebrities do. And I'm like, again, Taylor Swift seems like a mildly <laughs> no, 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 nightmare no, no. person. Our, our opinions diverge in a wood here. I can't, I can't accept this. You were almost off the Taylor Swift bandwagon. Remember that? Like semi recently, you were no, like, I'm I, over, with I'm the two private jets. Eat the rich, yeah. Maybe that's what she he was. He, they broke up about. He's like, it's maybe, too much. Maybe he was like, two jets is bad for the planet. Also, that that picture of you walking down with the umbrella over your head was like sort of not a serve <laughs> and. I mean, if he survived her transporting herself in a suitcase to avoid paparazzi, then that really can't be. Well, and now she's in the the mop bucket. Yeah, the mop cart or whatever. Which I'm like, what is the point of this? Like, she can't. Well, it's just so people don't see her before the show, so that they can have a magical moment where she pops up on stage. Right, but I'm I'm kind of like there was there's. I'm like, there's no other way to to do that. (laughs) Like, they were like, this is the easiest thing is to come up with like a fake. Mop thing, mop bucket. and yeah. also it looks deranged. Like <laughs> it looks unlike anything you've ever seen because it's so massive. And then there's just like three like broom handles kind of sticking out the top. You're like, obviously, there's something fishy going on. This I looks like it. no. It's not like a the, the yellow mop bucket or whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think it's great, but um, I'm really excited to see, not like. Oh, and so excited for the breakup album. What I mean is I think she's probably filming a documentary. And I think if fans want answers from her mouth, you'll probably get them there. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think this is something that she'll acknowledge on her socials. Unless Uh, it's a lie. Unless it's fake. And she's like, for my birthday, I'd like everyone to stop saying I dumped my boyfriend. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if it's fake, then... If it's fake It'll and she in PR like, three yeah, years if it's ago. fake and she was behind it, like then what? Like certifiable, okay, <laughs> cra- Yes, if it's fake and she's not behind it, then I sort of feel like her team would have released something. Yeah, that's what I think too. It, it's just like too. She's responded to like Jenny and Georgia jokes, and like she's not silent. You know, she's she's popped up to like clarify things before. So it seems like she could easily just post a f- photo of them together or something and be like, yeah, or be chill. seen together someplace. Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah, it's it's a sad day. I mean, it is because he, you know, they they had a lot of beautiful times according to her music. Really great songs to come out of it, and she lost a, a co-writer. So <laughs> I hope that she. I, I mean, I really hope. That, I mean, I mostly hope that she comes out as a lesbian because I do legitimately think yeah. that she is queer. Um, but yeah. and that I think that if she did that, she would just like be, like, as someone who came out themselves, like that just takes so much stress and pressure off of you. Yeah. And I think that if she did that, she would, you know, sort of like immediately unclench herself a bit <laughs> and be a lot more chill. Yeah. Um, but. I am also excited, would love for her to start dating somebody who's, you know, much more um, sort of like in the limelight or messy. I feel like people usually when they're dating somebody kind of, especially her boyfriends have like kind of swung back and forth between different types of people. So I would be ready for the, you know, 
the round three of like the John Mayer, um, <laughs> Kelvin Harris vibe, or even like a Tom Hiddleston energy. Like, yeah, I could. She loves I her would, London. Boys. I would love that. Is yes. James Corden single? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's like let's do like a quick little draft of like who who <laughs> potentially could. Has she ever dated somebody who isn't white? Um. No. Okay. So, so we'll probably stick with that track, <laughs> I would imagine. Um, what about um, Paul? Paul, who is dating Phoebe Bridgers, and then oh, Paul Mescal? Yeah, yeah. Maybe that feels hook up like now. a little icky though, because they're sort of like, aren't they friends? Yeah, with... but it's messy. Yeah, you I want guess, mess. I mean, she could go. She has dated a couple, several British people. Yes, she loves a London boy. She loves a boyish-looking boy. Maybe what about would Timothy she, Chalamet? Yeah, I was gonna say, would she date Timothy Chalamet? He's so young. He's like too young. How old but is he? She he could sort like of go for like a milf energy. I feel like maybe. I know, but well, it, they said older it. gentleman was she was rumored with. So how, what age do we think that is? I don't know. Like, could I mean, we see her with, like, a Chris like Pine sort of type Ooh, person? You know I'd love that. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, who she's had run-ins with, you know? Like, who runs in her circle? Like, Maybe, maybe, maybe her and um, Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> Not that. S- that would away destroy from the fandom. That would that just. That would be wild. That would and, and that would be World War I III. was gonna say, and some of the kids are hers, but they're oh but no, gosh. that doesn't really work anatomically. Yeah, it doesn't. They, <laughs> they could be a different dad, but they have to actually be Blakes because they did come out of her. But maybe she's um, going the route of her BFF Emma Stone or J Law and dating a normie. You know, like a really I don't think wealthy either of normie. those people would necessarily qualify her as a BFF anymore. But yes, she she could date a normie, but I feel like that is also out of her. Yeah, there's something about her that I think she. I think that she relates to people who are one artists of some variety and two, like, I think that the sort of like, we are both in the public eye. Like that must be an easy connection point for her that yeah. she keeps sort of going back to. Yeah. No, it'll be. Cause I feel like curious. Joe Alwyn is about is like, uh, low, like low, low key, <laughs> low profile as she could find. Yeah. Well, maybe she wants like that billionaire, like, prince because he has the money to like roll with her but no one really knows him so she's you know unthreatened yeah and honestly she could date someone with like successionist energy because Ew. then they'd also be used to like flying in the private jets and you know <laughs> yeah. not caring about the <laughs> planet her, and yeah. <laughs> who has she has she i guess like who has she done collabs with like boney Vare and is um uh, is jack antonoff single again Oh yeah, yikes! I don't remember. I don't know his love life. I think he's still dating that girl or whatever. Hmm. Okay, but well, this yeah, is... we love some time to heal. You know, some alone time to really find yourself, process those feelings. So, because I feel like if I was like, because I feel like the 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 person that I would like want her to date, sort of like in a best case scenario, would be somebody along the line of like Michael B. Jordan. Ooh. But I sort of don't. I think if we're looking historically, that might not happen. What about like a Tom Hardy? Oh my gosh, <laughs> terrifying! He's maybe uh, Nicholas Holt. I <laughs> oh yeah, I could see that. What about Robert Pattinson? Oh, very cute. Or like Eddie Redmayne, maybe. 
Oh, he feels they like did, that... they did have a run in together. I think Eddie Redmayne married, married, isn't he? Married. Yeah. yeah. Um, Daniel Radcliffe, short king. <laughs> yeah, or like Andrew Garfield. Is he? Well, I guess he oh, dated Emma beautiful. Stone, so maybe that wouldn't work. James yeah, McAvoy. Man. Oh, that's an old dude. <laughs> Again, I'm like, I don't know if any of these people are married or not, but I'm just sort of like looking at a list of British yeah. actors. Yeah. Maybe Rupert Grint. Maybe she loved Knock at the Cabin. Oh, yeah. Or like, like a, like a, one of the, they're I gay. don't know. Someone in like Top Gun. One of those actors. I could, I could see her dating Glenn Powell. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's single or not, but that honestly, that's, honestly, that's now that Barbie we've said it, that matching. feels, yes, that's 100%. I'm, I'm putting my money down on that. I think that Taylor Swift dates Glenn Powell. <laughs> He wishes. Uh, but anyways, that's the, that's feel, the team. I feel like that is energy that could work. And he's like very over the top and sort of like posts on social media and kind of weird. And I could see her going for that sort of like big bravado energy after Joe, who seemed a little bit of a snoozer. Yeah. I mean, I feel like she's more into the like, like who's that? Who's that guy from um, Eternals? Uh, the like oh Barry Keoghan? No, the... from Banshees of Inisherin. No, 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 Eternals. The the like hot oh. bad guy. Uh, well, he's one hundred percent gay. Oh, that's he, he's right. He's the one with all of the like so quote unquote roommates that he's. That's right. Well, that's perfect. <laughs> that then one. they can be each other's yeah. <laughs> beards. <sighs> okay okay well this we've now spent 45 minutes only talking about uh <laughs> taylor swift so we are going to let you guys yeah. go but this is all our speculating i'm sure that by next week there'll be a whole new slew of information also we'll have more concert footage too yes we'll have to really into. analyze it we'll, you and i should both watch live and just see can you know you do find that? streaming oh yeah people stream the concerts like you can find oh, them on okay. like I don't know, whatever, YouTube, TikToks. I will say my new job was like, we need more, like we like we need to go to more events and stuff and get social okay. content. So I was like, Now's your moment. I was like, I was like, well, when is she coming to New York? Because I, <laughs> I could at least apply. Yes, do it, please. The people need this. Yeah, well, I mean, when is she coming to New York? It's not for a while, right? Yeah, I think it's like July or August. Oh, no, it must be July. Say. June or July. <sighs> Okay. Anyways, well, um, have fun at Disney. <laughs> I'm done with Disney. No, you're never done with Disney. Um, and yes, we'll talk next week. Okay, okay. bye everybody. <laughs> <laughs>